0: Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L.
1: Oh, what up Monday? Monday? Good morning, Casey. Good morning. Uh, the Queen's funeral has been on TV all morning. If you are Renny Knott and or Monica Adams, you're just chilling today. Like the Today Show has preempted everything.
2: Oh yeah, they love days like today because for them it's like nice. They've got London's got this covered. Yeah. We're gonna take a nap. It's currently noon Monday in London.
1: Yeah. So they've been doing the funeral for the Queen all morning long. And I'm I'm guessing that this is probably gonna go on for the next several hours. But it's so interesting to see, A, how many people are there. How many people have visited over the last several days? Like David Beckham was in line. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a guy try and rush the state, like rush the coffin over the weekend. They had one of their guards just fall flat on his face because they stand up for so long.
2: Yeah, it's been hot with all that stuff on.
1: Yeah, it's been really interesting to see the uh, the whole pomp and circumstance of every of everything and how they how they run it.
2: Yeah, because can you imagine being a person who's like kind of involved enough that you're there all day long. Mm -hmm. Like you're sitting there and you got to be still and you've got to be dressed and pulled together all day long. Yep. I
1: think that's kind of what you sign up for or don't sign up for. Right. Like the boys choir. They're just chilling, hanging out there all day. That kind of thing. So if you try and watch anything on TV this morning, it's probably not going to happen because it's preempted by the funeral so uh, that's what's going on this morning also over the weekend post malone took a tumble on stage
2: yeah we'll talk about it
1: made tmz made the today show he's got an update on his medical medical condition and exactly what happened we'll get to that in keeping up with casey albert hits number 698 over the weekend Will 700 happen on the road? We'll see. Details coming up in sports. And we're going to give out our four-pack of tickets to Disney on Ice or Rodney Carrington is coming to St. Louis. We'll get to that in Remy versus Casey. Good morning. Happy Monday. Thank you for listening.
0: Casey covers country on 92.3 WIL.
2: Are Blake Shelton and Brantley Gilbert having a farm off? And what does that even mean? (laughs) You'll probably remember uh, about a week or so ago, maybe two, We played some audio of Blake Shelton out there on his tractor, on his farm, living that life, and kind of talked about that as well. Well, Brentley Gilbert Gilbert saw it and says that he wanted to have his word in there, too.
0: Blake Shelton, I sent you TikTok. That's a cool tractor. Here's the deal, man.
1: Real tractors are green.
2: Real tractors are green. Real
1: tractors are green.
2: Blake Shelton had a kapota, so it was like orange or red. I don't know.
1: I think he uh, is. I think Kubota is orange.
2: Right. Brantley was in a John Deere.
1: Yeah. Uh, This is like the Chevy Ford rivalry. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're both going to get the job done. But
2: now also in the video, Brantley says he doesn't want to ruin the surprise that he and Blake have stirring up. And I don't know what exactly that means. Maybe they could be holding their own little FFA games. I'd like to see those two toss a hay bale higher than us.
1: That would be awesome. I know. I mean, We if, should
2: get them in on.
1: With how tall Blake Shelton is, he could probably just, like, dunk it. Lift it over. <laughs> no joke.
2: But if I had to guess, it would be that maybe Blake is inviting Brantley to open up some shows with him. Maybe they're going to go on tour. Maybe they just have a song being released together. But yeah. I think that this is a fun new way to kind of promote that without promoting it before we all know.
1: I would love this because I, we haven't heard from Brantley in a while. I think he's just kind of taken it easy over the last couple years. Yeah. And I really want... I mean, he was my prediction for this year. We still have time for Brantley Gilbert to pop off in
2: 2022. That's true. John John
1: Deere Green.
2: Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Do that impression for him next time we see him. Remy and Casey.
1: Casey, I'm so bummed this weekend I didn't get an Albert Pujols bobblehead at Bush. A bobblehead? It was an Albert Pujols bobblehead.
2: You know, I, I granted, everyone knows she's not a sports girly, but I don't get the hype of the bobbleheads. Like if I get a bobblehead when I walk in, you better believe I'm giving it to one of the people that's going to pay me 20 bucks for it standing outside the stadium.
1: 20 is low. I'm on eBay right now. Pujols bobbleheads from this weekend are going for $120. Oh my God.
2: 120. Is it because he's so close to his, um,
1: I think there's a lot of reasons is last season, 700, you know, home runs, mm-hmm. lots of records being broken by him. And uh, I I actually, I feel like that's one, of promo- one promotional item I would like. Are there any promotional items that you would get somewhere that you don't like?
2: Yeah, all the time. <laughs> I really don't need the notepad you're going to give me with your like business or event or the little plastic cup that you expect yes. me to go home and put in my pantry? Yes. Or, I mean, the promotional sunglasses with your branding and stuff on the side. Granted, I know we give the sunglasses away at our WAL events, but those are concerts and things where you might need them. Yeah. I I don't know. I just, if you're handing me something for free, I don't know that I'm going to keep it.
1: I don't need any more koozies. I'm good. Oh my gosh. I'm so good. My we, koozie
2: drawer is popping yeah, at the seams. We have a whole
1: cabinet filled with like those freezer gallon bags of koozies. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, I don't, I don't know what, I don't want to throw them away, but at the same time. Even at weddings,
2: like I don't want your wedding koozie anymore. Yeah.
1: So the number one promotional item that people ask for all the time is what? Casey, having, you know, work street team events and broadcasts your entire career. What's that one item everybody wants?
2: Free t-shirts.
1: It is a t-shirt. I had a lady that came up to me um, at the last Hollywood Casino event. She looked me dead in the eyes and she goes, I want a t-shirt. How do I get a t-shirt? I was like, you got to play the game over here. She's like, no. I just want one. I don't have want to play a, a game. I was like, lady, play the game.
2: Sometimes they will ask, like, <laughs> can I pay you for one? And I'm like, legally, no. But yeah. love that you care that much. I always take
1: 50s. You don't take 50s? <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, no. There's, I mean, okay, I'll give it to them. Sometimes, sometimes they'll really hit it out of the park. Like, I love a good promotional air freshener. I'll put it up in my car for two weeks. Okay. Okay, I'll smell the smells.
1: We've got those. Uh, Pens, coffee mugs, water bottles, branded headphones, tote bags, sunglasses, hoodies. Those are the top. Man, if you're giving out hoodies, you rich company. Yeah. I'm good with water bottles, though. I've got plenty of those. Oh,
2: you know another thing that I really don't need any more of? Those... Reusable grocery store bags With your business's brand on them Oh yeah No thanks Yeah
1: Uh, I will say there's one promotional item And I don't even know what the company name is But it was a pizza slicer And we used that thing for years But smart It was all plastic So you had to hand wash it And someone put it in the dishwasher And it Mm -hmm. melted And it Mm -hmm. got all over the place So Uh, let us know on the Facebook page What's that promotional item that you would like Did it make the list? That's the big question. T shirts being the number one promotional item that everybody asks for.
2: Or does your business give a good one away?
1: Oh, yeah, that's good. Give us a call 314 954 9230.
0: Lace them up.
2: It's time for sports with Remy and Casey.
1: Oh, it was an exciting weekend for Albert Pujols, who hit number 698. The first pitch. It's got to be so fun to be at those games. Now, every single game that he's at oh yeah, could be the game. I have a theory that once we hit number 699, 700 is going to come really quickly after because whoever's pitching is going to want his name in the record books as the guy who threw number 700.
2: Oh, that's a good thought. And
1: I have a feeling that a lot of these pitchers, nothing against Albert, he can hit bombs. Like, But they're, they're kind of giving him. You know giving that him to him giving him the fastball just right down the pipe you know what yeah. I mean just to see but uh so I have a I have a theory that once he hits 699 700 is gonna come really really quickly after that
2: ideally we would want this to happen at home so are they playing again at home next
1: no and mm. that's another thing is that if he's gonna do it it's likely gonna be on the road because they're starting an eight game road trip starting tonight in San Diego Ugh. they're not gonna be back for eight games man yeah. So, and that's a sizable chunk. I think he's he's got less than 20 to go, and eight of those are going to be away, so we'll see. But yeah. it, oh, how sweet would it be, last game of the season here at Bush? Bing. Boom, 700. Wow, that would be awesome. Uh, they play the Padres tomorrow night at 840. Uh, we were talking about Michael Jordan's jersey last week, mm-hmm. the jersey that he wore in the 1998 NBA Finals, and it went for $10 million for this jersey. Well, now another Michael Jordan Uh, piece of memorabilia has hit the auction block. And it's going to be a pair of tickets that were once used by fans to go see Michael Jordan's NBA debut. Those are on the auction block. They're expected to go around two hundred to three hundred thousand dollars for two pieces of paper.
2: Wow! So his ver- his very first game—that's pretty big too. Yeah.
1: So they were uh, redeemed way back on October twenty-sixth of nineteen eighty-four. Wow! The foresight you have to have as a fan at that point to be like, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this, and maybe you're one of those people that keeps all your stuff. So I don't know if you do that.
2: I didn't realize that he was in the game for so long before that huge, like you know, all the nineties basketball.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we keep our, so we keep our programs. Whenever we go to a musical at the Fox, we always keep our programs. But think about it. Mm. All tickets are digital now. Some like of them. Have, you don't have anything to hang on to for the most part. Some like, of
2: them. Like if you go to like the pageant and stuff, I feel like I still have gotten a lot of physical tickets over the past year or so, but really I'm not keeping them. Only a couple.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but some people do. And this is going to bay off for this, this, uh, this couple who apparently is getting in on the Michael Jordan, uh, the Michael Jordan train right now, 200 to $300,000. That's crazy. And uh, don't forget. We thought about the, bl- or we forgot about the blues. We did not. home opener against the blue jackets is 26 days away.
2: Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 W-I-L. So there were no country shows in St. Louis this past weekend, but it was a big weekend for concerts in St. Louis, specifically at the Enterprise Center. Post Malone was there on Saturday night, and you, Remy, had everyone fooled as you were telling everyone that you were going to Post Malone.
1: Yeah, I was just saying, I'm going to Posty. You going to Posty? (laughs) I did not.
2: (laughs) Of course you did not. But Post Malone was at the Enterprise Center where they can do some pretty cool stuff with, you know, the production and the stages and all that. Specifically, they can have people come up from within the middle of the stage with that toaster effect where it looks like an artist is just popping up onto the stage from the middle of it and there's like a hole in it. You get it. But this feature was... The downfall of the Post Malone concert literally on Saturday night as there was supposed to be a special guest, probably Nelly, (laughs) joining the stage (laughs) with Post Malone during the show. And Post, who knew this was supposed to be happening, um, I guess he got lost in the noise and the lights and he walked right over that hole in the stage and landed in such a way on his upper half that he ended up breaking 3 ribs.
1: Yeah, it and there's so much video of this of people that you know, took it from a distance, took it from the upper bowl, but there's one video of someone who got video right in the pit. Yeah. He lands on his face. It's, like it's, it's bad. his ribs and his and then his face kind of hits off the the grate there. I I wasn't sure if he was joking at first because it's Post Malone. He's a funny dude. Yeah. But when the music stopped and all the medics showed up, I was like, oh, this is real. This is real.
2: Oh, yeah. So they took him back. He did because, listen, he was wearing that blue no jersey. So we knew he had to come back out there because you can't <laughs> wear that. And then just leave. He came back out. He um, apologized and said it was his fault. He knew the hole was there. And he was the one that was in the wrong place at the wrong time because of how the show was where he was at in the show. Yeah. And he apologized and said that he would be back and he would play a much better, longer show, specifically for St. Louis, even though I think there were only supposed to be like five songs left. But he's such a nice guy. And I know that everybody felt really bad seeing, like seeing someone get injured. Yeah. When you're supposed to be there to celebrate them.
1: Dude, Imagine being a doctor or a nurse at whatever hospital they chose to go to. And
2: post Malone shows and up. And
1: post Malone shows up. And I know that if you're a nurse right now and you witness this, you can't call us and tell us because of HIPAA. But just know I'm thinking about you. Is
2: that a rule? They really can't. No,
1: they're not. They, hey, they're I not stitched a lot to say up that.
2: post Malone. Well, we don't know who you are. I mean, they might.
1: Technically, they're not supposed to, but I would imagine like friends and family probably get the inside dish on a lot of things.
2: If you have any inside dish, (laughs) I don't know. Maybe we won't air it, but we'd like to know. I'm happy
1: he's okay because that that was a hard fall.
2: We're hoping next time when he does return to St. Louis with this bigger, better show that it includes some of those country covers he likes to do. More story up at 92.3 WIL's Facebook page.
0: Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3
1: WIL. Well, it's safe to wear white after Labor Day now. I wore white shoes to work a couple weeks ago and I said to Casey, I'm breaking all the rules this fall. I'm wearing white after Labor Day. And she said, what the hell are you talking about?
2: That's so, I feel like I've heard women say this growing up and I never understood.
1: I'll tell you now. So apparently you shouldn't wear white after Labor Day if you didn't have the money to take fall and winter vacations. This was obviously established way A long, long ago, ago. Uh, but that is no longer the case. There, there are some others on this list that are no longer the case, like fashion faux pas that are okay now. Denim on denim.
2: Oh, yeah, that's fine.
1: Jean jackets with jeans on. Yeah. The Canadian tuxedo. It's back. It's back. It's okay. Uh, your shoes, belt, and socks all have to match. might still want to avoid mixing blacks and browns, I guess, but colorful socks and belts are cool now.
2: Oh, I'm letting you know, mixing blacks and browns is fun. We are at that phase Yeah, and you can mix your blacks and browns. I actually really like that.
1: I remember going to junior high one day, we had to dress up for something. I had black pants and all I had was brown, like nice brown shoes. Oh my gosh. You'd have thought it was the end of the world.
2: People really make a big deal, or especially like guys, men over a certain age, I'm sure are really reeling about the fact that I just said that, but like the navy, black, browns and blacks, it's those rules that I feel like they are kind of a little bit obsolete now.
1: Mixing prints like stripes and dots is okay now?
2: Oh yeah, super eclectic.
1: More high-end designers have been mixing them for years. This one, I would fail at so hard if it was still the case, but no hats indoors. (laughs) It's all I I wear is a hat.
2: Oh, like when you walk inside somewhere. No
1: one cares anymore except your grandparents. True. So unless you're over at their house, don't worry about it. And the one that's totally okay now, which I feel like is a little bit newer, is no socks with sandals. And I feel like the slides have come back in over the last couple of years, and now it's just okay to wear socks with sandals. And they're not... And they can't be, like, ankle socks. They have to be... They have to like go tall. up your shins a little bit.
2: If you're wearing slides without socks on, I'm weirded out to begin with. You need to have socks on with your slides. But if it's any kind of sandal that, like, goes between your toes, like a flip-flop, yeah. please don't wear socks.
1: It's odd that there's different, like... So the slides... Rules to it, yeah, I know. But you could wear... I, I would... Like, if you're wearing slides to a pool, you wouldn't wear socks. But if you're wearing slides right. to your job.
2: If you're wearing slides to your job because, like, they're, you don't need a strict. Like here. Like here, yeah. yeah. Like, I would wear whatever here. I would never wear slides and just let my dogs hang out. You know? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs>
1: Uh, is there is there one that I, I guess is there one that, that you break on a daily basis? I didn't know I was doing that with the hat. I had no idea. Yeah, uh, You can check out more. I posted the story up on the 92.3 WIL Facebook page. Alright, it's time for Remy versus Casey. We've got our contestants on the phone. Logan in St. Louis, Ray in St. Peter's. Uh, Ray, you were on the phone first so you get to wager. Today's game is called This Is NFL Country. All questions revolving around the cross between country music and football. Ray, how many questions do you think Casey is going to get right today out of seven?
2: Three. All right. Three, three wow. out of seven. That's,
1: <laughs> that's probably actually pretty good for you. Oh,
2: we'll see about that.
1: <laughs> this is the fight of our lives.
0: It's time for Remy versus Casey on New Country three
1: W.I.L. All right, Casey, the game today is this is NFL country. Again, all questions revolving around the cross between country music and football. Question number one. Who was the last country artist to perform at the Super Bowl? Is it a? Carrie Underwood, B. Shania Twain, C. Mickey Guyton, or D. Luke Bryan?
2: At the Super Bowl, like you're not saying like halftime.
1: At the Super Bowl.
2: Mickey Guyton.
1: Congratulations. She sang the national anthem. We actually played that national anthem.
2: She sang the national anthem. I thought she sang America, the, the beautiful. But when they start doing both, I get confused. She did a gorgeous do- job, is what I do remember. Yeah,
1: it was awesome. Question number two Janet Kramer. Was married to this former NFL tight end.
2: Janet Kramer was married to Mike Cawson. I didn't know he played in the NFL. It makes sense. His head is huge.
1: <laughs> Question number three. To get a little bit harder. Which former Dallas Cowboys quarterback made his country music debut in 1993 with a song called "Oklahoma Nights"? Is it A, Tony Romo, B, Troy Aikman, C, Drew Bledsoe, or D, Kurt Kitna?
2: Oh, my God. It's got to be Troy Aikman. Yeah. Girl, you're going to get your tickets, but we're going to keep playing we're for keep this playing pride.
1: Now. We know, uh, question number four, we know that Luke Combs loves his alma mater, Appalachian State. I believe he was at the game over the weekend, but what is his favorite NFL team? Is it the Titans, the Cowboys, the Panthers, or the Packers?
2: Titans, Cowboys, Panthers, Pack It's not the Packers. Let's just go ahead and knock out the Titans also. He's from the Carolinas, which would make sense for the Panthers, but I'm still going to go with the Cowboys.
1: She's the one with your gut. Mm. Panthers, die hard Panthers fan. Uh, question number- I just
2: like, who's a Panthers fan? You know, like, I don't know any of them.
1: <laughs> Luke Combs apparently is the only one. Uh, question number five. There's a lot of country artists that have played football in high school and at the college level. Which of these artists did not play football? Is it A, Sam Hunt, B, Chase Rice, C, Willie Nelson, or D, Justin Moore?
2: Oh, <laughs> I want to say Justin Moore because he's just a little guy. But I think Chase Renssel is a baseball gun. I'm
1: going to say Justin Moore. Yes. J- Justin Moore, he played baseball and surprisingly basketball.
2: <laughs> you.
1: Spud Webb out there. Oh, my gosh. Uh, question number six. Carrie Underwood has been performing the Sunday Night Football theme for the past 10 years. Name two other country artists who have performed the Sunday Night Football opener.
2: Ooh. they have to be country artists? Yeah. The Sunday Night Football opener was um, Faith Hill mm. and it's like pink.
1: Pink was one of them, but she's not a country artist. Um,
2: that, uh, Shania. No. Um, Hank Williams Jr. Do you remember that one? No.
1: Okay. Last question. I believe you, though. Which country artist made an appearance on Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders making the team back in 2016? Is it Miranda Lambert, Kelsey Ballerina, Kelsey Ballerini, or Reba, or Casey Musgraves?
2: Gosh. Not as a dancer, though.
1: No, they made an appearance on the show to judge.
2: To judge. Yep. I This show was the bomb in its heyday. Who was the first person?
1: Miranda Lambert.
2: I'm going with Miranda Lambert. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a,
1: that's a no Casey Musgraves oh. who I wouldn't think would be on that show like I feel like she would turn something like that down
2: I know she is like, bi- no. she she is big for Texas though so I get it
1: like I've got bigger plans all right Ray in St Peters you're our big winner yes. today do you want to uh, go see Disney on ice or Rodney Carrington your choice?
2: Disney on ice.
1: All right, going to take the kids to Disney on ice. We like it, Logan. Logan, we got you the Rodney Carrington tickets, and we will play again tomorrow. I, you did a lot better in that game than I thought you were going to yeah,
2: do. Yeah, I feel like you don't give me much credit for that.
1: I think if it was just NFL, it would be a different story, but we married the two, mm. so it was good. Congratulations. Thank you. Casey
0: covers country
1: on 92.3 WIL.
2: Luke Holmes and Lainey Wilson go way back, further than you even know, and a couple weeks ago, is when Luke Combs announced that he will be going on his worldwide tour and he's coming in St. Louis in June at the at Bush Stadium for the Middle of Somewhere tour. And Lainey Wilson is one of those openers on the tour. So she posted essentially to just say congratulations and thank you to him for including her. She posted a photo of, well, a couple photos of them from years back, I wanna say like 2015-ish, along with some audio of them singing the song together.
0: Baby,
2: me. She says time has done us well. Thanks for inviting me and congrats on kicking off your tour. Can't wait to meet you out there. In the spring and summer. And these pictures, they're clearly like in writer's rooms, they are working on stuff long before anybody actually knew who they were.
1: So what you're saying is there's a potential for Luke Combs to show up at Jingle Fest. No. (laughs) (laughs) They need to sing that song together. What are you talking about? No one even knows
2: what that song is. I don't think it ever became anything at all.
1: Do you think, uh, and I've, I've had this conversation with artists before, how much say do they have with who opens for them. You know what I mean? On tour, I
2: think they have a lot.
1: It's either... Everything feels strategic to me from when you're playing the label game. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like they're actually really good
2: friends, though. Yeah. I I think when artists are choosing someone to go on tour with, you do get a big say in it. Especially if you were like, no, I'm not going with that person. I think the label essentially has to honor that. But... You can't be too crazy about it. (laughs) And by choosing Lainey Wilson to go on tour with him, I think it fits. I think her style of country fits nicely in with his. Yeah, for sure. And the story that they have known each other for a long time is super cute. I just, I think it's so wild and fun to find out who these artists came up alongside the way that Tim and Kenny probably have stories and FGL and Tyler Hubbard probably have stories because like, it's cool to not just be reaching your own dreams, but seeing your friend across the street also reaching theirs when you all had nothing to begin with.
1: Sounds like Lainey Wilson's about ready to go. So uh, I would say Jingle Fest is when you need to see her first. And then you can go to Bush Stadium in June.
2: All that, 92.3 WIL.com. Casey covers country is brought to you by Offenberg in Shiloh.
1: Remy and Casey. If you could be high maintenance about anything, what would it be? And the reason I bring this up is because I read an article over the weekend about King Charles and how particular he is about everything. And we're learning more and more about him obviously because, you know, the queen has passed away. Her funeral is actually going on right now. But he's got a lot of like
2: It's his time in the limelight. People are looking at exactly. all the little things he's doing. So
1: apparently he has his pajamas pressed every morning, his shoelaces pressed with a flat iron. Uh he has to have a, he has somebody else squeeze one inch exactly of toothpaste onto his toothbrush every day.
2: Okay, an inch is kind of a lot of toothpaste. <laughs> you don't need that much, you just need a pea size, yeah. amount. Yeah.
1: The other thing that struck me was that he travels with his own toilet seat. I mean, he doesn't like, it's not like a carry-on item. Oh but my his, gosh, his I gotta
2: know. I gotta know, is someone going in there with a little bolt and a screw, putting that thing on, like installing a toilet seat before oh, yeah. this man sits on it?
1: Yes. For sure. That's exactly what happens. Uh, apparently, the staff keeps a warming pan as well just to make sure his biscuits are warm and to his liking. I mean, if you're the king, you can have whatever you want, right? You, you've you got yes. enough money to do whatever you want. So I'm wondering, what is that? what is that thing for you? Like if you could have your shoelaces pressed every morning.
2: That I would never think of. (laughs) I think my biggest thing, I would love if I could have someone meet me in the morning every day with like a barista made coffee, tea, matcha, like a fancy Starbucks type of drink Uh that I don't have to go get or make or like hand a card over for or anything. Like someone just meets me in the morning. Oh, good morning, Casey. Here's this. Okay, goodbye. Thank you.
1: That's it. That's the only job. Yeah.
2: That's all I want.
1: I have two things, and if it wasn't wasteful, I want—I would want a pair of socks every day that have never been worn, Mm -hmm. brand new pair of socks every day for the rest of my life.
2: That's what gets you.
1: That's super weird, but I just love. It's like there's nothing else. There's. It will never be as soft as it is. I
2: think Jimmy Allen does that on tour. He always asks for like a new pair of socks and a new pair of underwear at every city he goes really? to. Really? Yes. Really. It's
1: weird because I'm not, I'm not weird about the underwear, but the socks. And then I would also have, because I would live in a giant house, a watermelon just opened up in the kitchen or in the foyer or something because I like the way that watermelon smells when it's freshly cut.
2: He likes the... <laughs> the the slight sound of fruit flies buzzing <laughs> and watermelon scents in his foyer.
1: I don't want to. I don't want to eat it. I just want to smell it. So I went to the Facebook page, asked this question. Jennifer said, "I want someone to go to the gym for me."
2: <laughs> True.
1: Uh, Michelle said, "Someone to do my hair and makeup every morning." Oh,
2: I'd love to sit in a chair while they did it for me.
1: Uh, Tj says the toilet seat actually sounds like a great idea. So if you want to leave what you would want to be high maintenance about, and we're talking nitty gritty here, we're talking all the way down to ironing your shoelaces, go let us know on the 92.3 WIL Facebook page.
0: Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL.
1: All right, we really need to stop making bad lists, St. Louis. Last week, it was second place for most road rage, which people on the Facebook page confirmed. Yeah. today, It's infidelity. Mm. A website tracking marriage, divorce, and separation rates is ranking 200 major U.S. cities using an infidelity index. St. Louis ranks number four on the list.
2: Wow.
1: In fact, it's the only Midwestern town that's in the top 10.
2: How did they come to that? How do, they get, how do they get that info?
1: There's a lot of different things. So it's mydatingadvisor.com. They use factors like relationship satisfaction, life satisfaction, infidelity, intent, and affair activities. It all boils down to someone vulnerable to temptation is likely to make a poor choice if they're living in a city with a higher infidelity index. So in St. Louis, if you're in a vulnerable state, you're likely to go, what's up? I'm a cheat. I guess, according to this,
2: hmm. <laughs> that's still it's still interesting to me. I wonder, I wonder how accurate that is.
1: Uh, the top five most unfaithful U.S. cities are number five, Nashville, Tennessee.
2: Facts seems right.
1: Just bachelor and bachelorette parties. That's all it is now. You St. Louis,
2: Lena bars, you know.
1: <laughs> Uh, celebrities too. St. Louis, Missouri is number four, Houston, Texas, Fort Worth, and Dallas, Texas. So if you, I guess, want to cheat, Texas is the place to do it. Las Vegas isn't even on the top 10, which is odd to me. I think
2: of it as like, no one actually lives in Vegas though, you know? Like it might be a top 10, it might be a big city where it happens, but you don't really know because by the time you find out, you're already at the city.
1: Yeah, that's true. The top five most faithful cities in the U.S. are mostly in California. Pasadena, Torrance, Roseville, uh, visalia Vizalia? I don't know how you say that. Those
2: are places where people have the money. and L- So they have all the happy lifestyles <laughs> and they don't need to go cheat because they're like, I got everything I want.
1: Do you have money if you live in California? Because I'm pretty sure the state has more than you do.
2: If you are living in Pasadena, you're definitely not poor.
1: Yeah. Uh, Laredo, Texas is also on the top five most faithful cities. So it's the most faithful and the most unfaithful state, depending on where you live interesting, but while that St. Louis is the only Midwestern town, I was think you know you think Chicago, St. Louis, I guess Nashville's not technically Midwest.
2: We get a pretty bad rap for some things
1: lots of things, but I haven't seen the uh the most dangerous cities list yet, so
2: that's, that's always fun.
1: It's always like top five or something, but those numbers are skewed, and everybody knows that
2: It's per capita
1: <laughs> duh duh. Uh, if you want to check out the list, I posted it up on the Facebook page. Just search 92.3 W.I.L. Remy and Casey. What a Monday. So much stuff going on. Happy that Post Malone is okay after a show in St. Louis over the weekend. Mm. Uh, the Queen's funeral has been nonstop since I got here. I think like 4.30 this morning they started coverage because it's, you know, it's a different time in England. But uh, they have been doing this funeral. I don't I don't even know when it ends. I mean, I would imagine it's something that happens all day.
2: I would assume it ends like probably in a few hours for us because it's probably already like 4 or 5 p.m. over there.
1: Yeah, yeah. so we've been kind of watching coverage on that and uh, obviously talking about all of King Charles' uh, weird high-maintenance requests that he has. Yeah,
2: now he's really in the spotlight and it's not looking great.
1: Some of the answers that you've uh, given us on Facebook are pretty funny too. If you could be high-maintenance, what would you have people do for you and a lot Um, of it's like hair and makeup and I wish someone would pick up my clothes for me on a daily basis or
2: maybe you already (laughs) are high maintenance and listen girl no hate send us what do you do yeah
1: yeah uh if you missed anything from the show you can always check out the Remy and Casey show podcast wherever you find your podcast just search Remy and Casey we'll be right there and we will see you tomorrow for a Tuesday
2: Peloton let's go this holiday with the right music